um, in Revelation chapter 5, the Bible says in verse 8, And when he had taken the book, the four beasts and the four and twenty elders fell down before the Lamb, having every one of them harps and golden vials full of odors, which are the prayers of saints. I want to explain something to each person that's here. There's no prayer that you pray that disappears. It's impossible. Do you understand? The Bible says that in heaven they keep what? The prayers of who? Of saints. So everybody has a golden vial with your name on it and your prayers are there. And like I said, I've spoken about this at length before. Some, some of us, there's not much inside that vial that's supposed to contain prayers. Not much. Somebody said to me the other day, I have prayed, I have fasted, I have prayed, I have fasted. Nothing has happened. I said, your prayer hasn't gone to waste. Prayer doesn't disappear. God keeps our prayers. He answers our prayers when the time is right. Okay. We'll go back to lift up your heads, O ye gates. And today we will conclude. So I just want you to keep that at the back of your mind. Never, ever, ever, ever think that the prayers you have prayed have not been answered or they've been thrown away somewhere. <laughs> God is not a man now. He keeps them. He keeps them. He keeps your prayers. So keep praying. And we're going to pray today. Um, opening your air gates, part three. But today is the conclusion of the air gates. From thence we'll move on to the mouth gates. Now, um, last digging deep, that was last Wednesday, we continued with the issue of the ear gates. And, and what we were trying to put together was that, one, faith comes how? Through your ear gates. Romans 10, 17 says, So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. We said that the ear gates are therefore very important. Because with your air gates shut, you will not live a life of faith. And if you don't live a life of faith, you will live a life that's not pleasing to God. But with your air gates open, you will live a life of faith. And we said that faith is a master key. It can open a lot of doors. Faith can open a lot of doors. And we, we ex- we've looked at some of the doors that can be opened by faith. One, we say healing it's a door that faith can open. Deliverance is another door that faith opens. And um, I think last Wednesday we looked at deliverance and success as doors that the master key of faith can, can open. Just for as long as our ear gates are open. Today we want to move from a master key to the master key. Everybody say the master key. Now when you say the master key, it means that it's a more superior key to the key of faith. Now somebody will wonder, is there something really better than faith? Yes. The answer to that is yes. The the funny thing is that the Bible even tells us that um, faith has some small problems. 1 Corinthians chapter 13. I want to show you one of the shortcomings of faith. But I'm not going to dwell on it. 1 Corinthians 13 verse 2. Let's all read it together. 1 Corinthians 13 verse 2. Are we all there? 1 Corinthians, Corinthians, Corinthians. Oh yeah. 13, 2. 1, 2, go. And though I have the gift of prophecy... And understand all mysteries and all knowledge. And though I have all faith, so that I can remove mountains and have not charity, I am nothing. So if you have all faith and you can move mountains, the Bible says, if you do not have love, you are what? Nothing. It means, yes, you can have faith. And you can use that faith to open doors. You can use that faith to say, be moved and be cast into the sea. And the mountain will lift itself up and dump itself into the sea. 
The Bible says, yes, all that is well and good. He says, however, if I do not have love, that faith will not profit me. That faith will not take me to heaven. It will work for me on earth. Faith without love, the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 13 verse 2, is not of much use. The only thing it will do, it will move mountains. It will heal the sick. It can even raise the dead. But the Bible says it won't profit you much if love is missing. So faith, therefore, needs love for it to be really profitable. But we'll leave that for today. Just to show that, yes, but we're not, going to talk, we're not talking about love today. It's not love that we're going to talk about. But it's just good to know that, well, faith can have some limitations. We explained that faith can open the door to healing. However, there is something that's better than healing, and that is divine health. It is a place where you never fall sick at all. Exodus chapter 15, verse 26. If thou wilt diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God, and will do that which is right in his sight, and will give ear, what will give ear to his commandments, and keep all his statutes, I will put none of these diseases upon thee, which I have brought upon the Egyptians. For I am the Lord that healeth thee. If thou will diligently, everybody say hearken. To hearken is to hear. If you hearken diligently to the voice of who? Of the Lord thy God. How can you hear God's voice? It doesn't, it's not a human being. So that is telling us that you must hear with your ear gates what? Open. And will do that which is right in his sight. And will give what? Ear to his commandments. And keep all his statutes. I will put none of these diseases upon thee which I have brought upon the Egyptians. For I am the Lord that healeth thee. Exodus 15.26 It's moving us, as it were, from the realm of faith, from the realm of a master key, to the realm of the master key, which is holiness. Everybody say holiness. holiness. So in Exodus 15.26, what you are looking at there is pure and simply holiness. What is holiness? Holiness Another word for holiness is obedience. Holiness is not covering your head and um, shaving your, your eyelashes and looking morose. That's not holiness. Holiness is obedience. That's what you find in Exodus 15.26 is referring to holiness. And we find that the word hearken is there. The word ear is there. So holiness has a lot to do with what? Your ear gates. If your ear gates are short, you can't live a life of holiness. Because the Bible tells us you must hear what the voice of God. You have to hear his voice. And you must hear it diligently. <laughs> oh, these cheap, cheap phones. <laughs> I've told people to stop buying cheap phones in this church. You want to buy phones? At least buy buy phone that when we hear the sound, we know that. Um, <laughs> if you keep on leaving your phone, on, I will abuse you and abuse your phone. <laughs> I think we will put a sign in the new church, switch off. In fact, we will we'll, we'll get a machine to jam your phones. Anyway. Holiness is hearkening diligently to the voice of God and obeying and obeying his words. And holiness, we find, is a master key. If you don't like the word holiness, because it gives you because when you hear the word holiness, it tends to give you the impression of somebody who does things in a particular way. The truth is that is not holiness. Holiness is what we see here in the Bible. Just hearkening diligently to the word of God. Making sure that your ear hears his 
word diligently when you do those things diligently you find that you then step into the place of obedience you find yourself doing the things that god wants done and suddenly you find that you have in your hands the key that opens all doors everybody say all doors Isaiah chapter 1 verse 19 the Bible says if ye are willing and holy if ye are willing and holy if ye are willing and holy but if you change if you just look at what he says if you are willing and obedient that's the same thing to be obedient is to be what is to be holy If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of what? Of the land. So if you are suffering and life is tossing you right, left, right and center, something is wrong with your obedience. For example, if people are forever chasing me here, fighting with me here, quarreling with me here, in my, where I live, they quarrel with me. In the office, they quarrel with me. Um, on the road, somebody's quarreling with you. You know what that means? It means that everything about you, everything about you is not pleasing to God. If they quarrel with you a little bit, it still means that you, there are still things about you that are not pleasing to God. Because the Bible says, if a man's ways does please the Lord, he will cause what? His enemies to be what? At peace with him. That is the word of God. So you don't need to come and check with the pastor where everybody is fighting you. It means that there's something wrong with you, the word of God, and your life. If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. And obedience there is holiness. Good there means good. Everybody say good. Good means everything that's good. Everything that you can imagine that is good. Now turn with me to Deuteronomy because we are going to spend a lot of time there today. Turn with me to Deuteronomy 28. Let's read verses 1 and 2 together. Deuteronomy 28 verses 1 and 2. Are we all there? One, two, go. And shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe and to do all his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. And all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee, if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Verse 1 of Deuteronomy 20 says, If thou, it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken. What is it to hearken? It's to hear. And it's not to hear just anyhow. It's to hearken how? Diligently. So you want to hear and hear and hear well. Not just hear partially. Do you understand? To hearken diligently. Unto the voice of who? Of the Lord thy God. You know, God is a spirit. So this hearkening diligently refers to your ear gates being open. That's really, really important. Because if my ear gates are shut, and I'm in church, and they say it's not good for a young girl to sleep with a sugar daddy. Now if you don't hear, you will continue to sleep with a sugar daddy, and um, you still come to church. It means that your ear gates are what? Are short. Somebody else will just hear it once and will hear because the ear gates are open and will say, boy, will just wake up from as if in a state of sleep and will turn his or her life around completely. So we've got to make sure that our ear gates are open. He says, if you can hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord, then the Lord will make you, or as in case of, he was speaking to the nation of Israel, will set thee above all 
nations of the earth. It means he will make Israel number one. That means the Lord will make you what? Number one. If only you just hearken diligently. In verse 6, I say, it says, And all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee, if thou shalt what? Hearken unto the voice of the. So, repetition. The Bible is very economical with words. And when you find the Bible repeating things, it's for emphasis. It means I think it's really, really serious. You find that you want to live a life where blessings are chasing you continuously and overtaking you as it were. Then you've got to live a life of what? Hearing and obeying. Very important. Very, very important. You must hear. You must hearken unto the voice of the Lord. And all of that comes through where? The air gates. Comes through the air gates. Now let's take a few things. You see, sometimes when we do not understand a subject or an issue, we tend to treat it anyhow. So I've outlined a number of things from scripture that you all know, but will surprise you today, to show you the benefits of obedience, the benefits of holding on to the master key of holiness. One of the things that come upon you is victory. Everybody say victory. victory. Again, victory. victory. Look at Deuteronomy 28, verse 7. I want us all to read this together. I want you to keep this inside your mind. Deuteronomy 28 verse 7. Are we all there? Let's read it together. One, two, go. The Lord shall cause thine enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face. They shall come against thee one way and they shall for thee seven ways. You see, so many people know that scripture, but what the Bible is saying is this is how to live a life of victory. He's not saying you won't have enemies. But he's saying that if they come, they will be what? Smitten before your face. If they come one way, out of the sheer beating that they will get, they will flee how? Seven ways. And that's because you do what? You live a life of what? Obedience. Let's use the word obedience today. Because if we keep on using the word of holiness, some people, their gates are so short. When that word holiness comes, it just bounces back. So let's use the word obedience. If we live the word, I mean, if we live the life of obedience, you will have what? Victory all the time. All the time. Do you understand? Good. Now, obedience doesn't just guarantee you victory. It does a bit more. I'm, I'm, I'm going to outline a number of things it does. It brings you to the place of abundant prosperity. Everybody say abundant prosperity. Abundant. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Deuteronomy 28, read 11 and 12 together. Are we, let me see your Bibles. I want you to lift up your Bibles for me. Or put down your Bibles. Those who don't have Bibles, put up your hands. Put up your hands if you don't have Bibles. Okay, those who don't, who have Bibles, who don't have Bibles, whose hands are not up. Let us see. Because there are some funny, funny people here. Why is it like this? Why, why don't you have Bibles? Please, when you're coming next Wednesday, come with your Bibles. Come with your Bibles. That's what we're talking about now. That's, you see, the thing about God is what we are looking for. When I gathered all those who were looking for jobs together, the moment I said to them, you are going to work for God, and then God is going to work for you. So I'm just, uh, oh. They just pretended as if they were going to the bathroom and never came back. <laughs> they never came back. But before I told them that, I told them to bring CV. So they thought CV, this is serious business. <laughs> and I said, bring your photographs. So they brought all of those things. And, they, and you know, the, the, some of those who walked away, one of the things that has happened so far is that we actually have been getting phone calls. People have been telling me that there are jobs here. There are jobs. By the first set of jobs that came, I said I didn't want. So when I told the people, they looked at me very unhappily. I said they shouldn't worry. That, just relax. 
And the one person who jumped and did the job so well has not even, we have not even started. And she's gone. So what happened to those people who just said, ah, you want, you want a CV. What has CV got to do with it? The moment they don't have a work for God, I'm going to get you guys to go out and speak about Jesus. Ah. Some people just say, ah. <laughs> they just went out quietly. But that's God. It works. But I don't know what people are looking for, but anyway. Deuteronomy 28, 11 and 12. Let's read together. One, two, go. And the Lord shall make thee plenteous in goods, in the fruit of thy body, in the fruit of thy cattle, and in the fruit of thy ground, in the land which the Lord swear unto thy fathers to give thee. The Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure, the heaven, to give thee rain unto thy land in the season, and to bless all the works of thy hand, nations, and thou shalt not borrow. And the Lord shall make thee plenteous in goods, in the fruit of thy body, and in the fruit of thy cattle, and in the fruit of thy ground, and the land which the Lord swear unto thy fathers to give thee. The Lord shall open unto thee his, that is God's own good treasure, the heaven to give rain unto thy land in its season, and to bless all the works of thine hand, all. And thou shalt lend unto many nations, and thou shalt not borrow. Let me explain something. I say, if you find it in the Bible, and you qualify, it must come to pass. You have a right, if you know that you are hearkening diligently, and obeying the word of God. You need to go back to God. If you find that, ah, the word says, I will be plenteous in goods, but you are not experiencing that, you go back and ask God. Say, something is wrong. You don't go to a woli. You go to God. You don't go for deliverance. You go to God. You bring the word back to God and say, something is wrong. He will tell you. Before you finish praying, you will know why something is wrong. Abundant prosperity. That's what you see in Deuteronomy 11 and 12. It says, you will lend unto nations. You will not borrow. And many people just shut their minds to that issue. The Nigeria is already owing so much money. How come then I will be lending to nations? God is talking about somebody else. Oh yes, he will be talking about somebody else if you think it is not. With God, nothing shall be. You will find that the truth is many times, most times, we don't match up to what God wants. But what we have here, once you bring your life to align with it, it will happen. So one of the things you get if you stay in the place of obedience is what? Abundant prosperity. And on Sunday we said that the time has come where the plowman will do what? Overtake the reaper. And I've explained what that, exactly, what that means. That is after one season of harvest, you will harvest until the next season of planting comes. And you still be harvesting. You see, some people heard that on Sunday, and that's all. They just forgot about it. Some people, few, have said to themselves, I think it's good to get to this place. Let me find out a little bit more. No woolly or deliverance minister will tell you how. In fact, you might not even know that that scripture is there. Another thing that you get when you enter into the place of obedience is called dominion. Everybody say dominion. dominion. I said obedience is another word for what? For holiness. And we say holiness is what? It's a master key. And how does it come? It comes by hearkening diligently. Hackening Anything God says, that's fine by me. And we have a very interesting phenomenon in the world today, and that's where many of us are at. There are many people who believe that there are some things you find in the Bible they are not meant for us today. They are a little bit too hard. Like somebody asked me a question about divorce, and I said, what does the word of God say? He said, ah. The person asked the question and said, if the people concerned are in their early 20s, as if God doesn't know that some people will be in their early 20s. 
say, can God be that wicked? I said, that is not the issue of wickedness. Now. You already have a preconceived. What does the word of God say? Let's just go by the word. I'm not talking about divorce today. Dominion. Let's look at Deuteronomy 28 verse 13. I want us all to read it together. Verse 13. Guarantees you dominion. Are we all there? Okay, let's read together. One, two, go. And the Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail. And thou shalt be above only, and thou shalt not be beneath. If that thou hearken unto the commandment of the Lord thy God, which I command thee this day, to observe and to do them. And the Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail. And thou shalt be above only, and thou shalt not be beneath. If thou hearken again, if your ear gates are open and you hear the voice of God and you obey that voice that you hear, because when you are head, when you are above only, you are in the place of what? Of dominion. And it's so interesting, the Bible says the head and not the tail. You can never compare the head to a tail. Tail is just a useless appendage. If you cut it off, it doesn't matter. If you cut off your head, you are dead. It says you will be head. So you want to be head. If they tell you you can be head by anointing, the Bible says you be head how? By hearkening and obeying. But many people want to be head another way. People want to be above only another way. There's just one way. Hearken diligently and obey. And there's so much in the word of God that God wants us to do. So, it might sound easy, but it's not that easy. So if you find yourself always in the place where people are looking down at you, you're always below. Something is wrong. Something is what? It's wrong, yes. You don't need the village with doctor, you don't need a clairvoyant, you don't need a holy to know that something is wrong. And the word of God tells you immediately what is wrong. And what do you do? Just reverse the rules. Begin to hearken diligently and begin to obey and you will find that things begin to turn themselves around. Don't sleep. That's why you are below. Because you are not hearkening now. You are not hearing. It's true. When you are sleeping, can you hear? No. And this is more powerful than fasting for 40 days without food. With or without water. Anyone you like to call it. There's so much emphasis about what? Hearing the word of God. Hearing the word of God. Hearing the word of God in this Deuteronomy 28. If there's any scripture that people know and like to quote all the time, it's from the first half of Deuteronomy 28. You'll be head, you'll not be tail. You're above only and never be beneath. It says, if you hearken, your ear gates are open. And if you look at Genesis chapter 1, verse 28, you find that from day one, that was God's original plan for man. That man should walk and live in the place of dominion. Dominion means I'm not afraid. Some people are afraid of even shadows. Christians. Something is wrong. Your life is not in tune, in line with the word of God. Something else that comes to you, if you hearken diligently, is divine direction. Everybody say divine direction. Turn to Isaiah chapter 30. Isaiah chapter 30. Verse 21. Are we all there? Okay, let's read together. One, two, go. 
and thine ears shall hear a word behind thee, saying, This is the way, walk ye in it, when you turn to the right hand, and when you turn to the left. Thine ears shall hear a word behind thee, saying, This is the way, walk ye in it. When you turn to the right hand and when you turn to the left, you will never make the right turn, the wrong turns. Every turn you make will be the right turn. How? Because there's somebody guiding you. Yes, it's okay to go this way. No, it's not. But these days, Christians, the thing that guides them is called, I have peace. I prayed and I have peace. And by the time somebody comes and says, I prayed, I have peace peace to the pastor. You know what's happening? Counseling don't start. That means something has gone wrong. Something has gone. When I hear, but pastor, but, I, I, but, once you see but, there's a problem. And God tells us that if our ear gates are open, we will hear. This is the way. Walking it. So there's, there's, there's somebody here, for example, who's involved in full-time adultery. You know the person's ear gates are short. That's diagnosis number one. Air gates are short. Mm. So all the time that the Holy Spirit says, no, this is bad, this is bad. You can't hear. If you work in an office and you're forever taking things from the office, today you take paper click, tomorrow you take... Uh, Stapler. The next day you take, one day you take the whole table. <laughs> Something is wrong. It's true. Ah, that's the way God wants us to walk. The day you took the, the somebody, two Christians, one takes paper clip, the other one takes paper. The one who takes paper took a sheet of paper because he or she needs it for something. And the Holy Spirit doesn't say anything. The one who takes the paper clip, the Holy Spirit is shouting, leave it alone, or leave it alone, leave it alone. You pick up the paper clip because he knows that tomorrow you take the stapler. The next day you take the table. He knows. But you don't hear. You will enjoy the life of paper clips and tables. But you will never be in the place where God originally ordained for you to be in. You've got to hear God. And you've got to obey. God is not the God of um, so many who try to put fleeces before God. And guess what happens? They get fleeced all the time, all the time. What do I mean by that? Those who say, Lord, if, if, Tunde is my husband. Let him come just before 12 midnight. <laughs> and funny enough, as the bell is being bang for 12 midnight, Tunde just appears. You say, praise. It's not God. Because after a while, Tunde begins to treat you badly. You begin to wonder, is Tunde a Christian? You say, but I, I had, pastor, I had. And I've had, I've had people do this crazy thing. They're always hearing God. You think God is just one talkative next door? In this church, we will not put any fleece before God. We will not tell God. Um, if, if, you, if you know that that sister is the sister for me, to, to, today when we get to church, let her wear red. <laughs> but there are people who live like that. I'm, telling, I'm not talking this one. I'm telling you there are people like that here in this church. And then you enter church that day, lo and behold, the girl is wearing red. And then you say, God has spoken. Which God? It's your God that has spoken. Everything we do must be in accordance with what? The word of God. And God guides us. When he says you will hear a word saying to you, this is the way. How will you, what will you hear? A word. Where is that word? In the Bible. You don't read the Bible, you can never get direction. 
Because you don't read the Bible, how do you, in the first place, begin to hearken diligently? Enosha, let me leave that issue because I want to go to so many people are Christians are wrong, wrong, walking in the wrong direction because they want actually it's your heart your heart is not right you want a God that you can manipulate one other thing that comes to you and this is all very important is peace everybody say peace peace I'm talking about is not the way you understand peace the peace that God gives is the peace that so assures you that because you are walking in obedience, the whole world might be upside down, but you just know that God has not left his throne yet and will never leave his throne. So that all the things, the confusion around you, they are just the enemy playing pranks. And so you are quiet, you are sure. People are wondering, can't you see there's a problem? And you say, no, there's no problem. Turn with me to Isaiah 48. Isaiah 48, verse 18. Are we there? It's amazing, amazing, amazing how if you use the King James Version, you keep seeing the word hearken, 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 hearken. Isaiah 48, 18. Shall we read together? One, two, go. Oh, that thou hadest hearkened to my commandments, then had thy peace been as a river, and thy righteousness as the waves of the sea. Oh, that thou hadest hearkened to my commandments, then thy peace, then had thy peace been as a river. So that peace as a river, that peace that no man can understand, that peace that's is beyond human understanding. It comes where? When we hearken. When our ear gates are open. So if you're always afraid, always agitated in your heart, in your spirit, and you're a Christian, you don't need to go anywhere. Your ear gates are shut. So you're not hearkening to the voice of the Lord. And because you can't hear, you cannot walk in obedience. Now, if you stop for a second and just think, almost everything that we have as problems in life, we have touched. And if you have some of these things, what I mean by that is that when we say you'll be head, you find that you are never in the place of authority or headship. You're always there. Somebody's always pushing you around. Something is wrong. Because the Bible says, no, that's not where you're supposed to be. It says you'll be above only. But you really know that you that is like for other people not for you then you know something is what wrong if a car stutters and backfires and you think that you are hearing a machine gun every small thing you are afraid then there is something wrong where you are not your ear gates are short and the moment they open the moment they open, the moment you take the word of God seriously, the moment you begin to obey the word of God, things will begin to fall into place. If they don't fall into place, take the word back to God. It must fall into place. Because God is not a liar. Whatever you find, that's why it says everything can pass away, but what will not pass away? The word. The word can't pass away. It is forever what? Settled. So if my life doesn't match up with what God has ordained for me, it means I'm doing something wrong. Not that God is doing anything wrong. Peace like a river. It comes by hearkening to the word of God. Revelation chapter 2 verse 7 says, He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit he that had an ear. He's not referring to just our physical ears. He's referring to our ear gates. referring to the fact that there is another 
set of ears that God is speaking about. And only when your ear gets open, only when they open, only when they open. In fact, I said last Wednesday, John fifteen sixteen. Go and bring your souls and bring your requests before God. How many will have done that? I don't. <laughs> it's okay. We'll get there. Let me move on for today. It works. It works. Anyway. He that had an ear, let him hear. So what I want us to do, what do we do then? Because I want us to pray some prayers. But you find that those prayers, really and truly, we can pray them, but nothing will happen unless we do something first. And so, what is it that we are going to do today? We know what the Lord wants. We know he wants us to hearken diligently. We know he wants us to, to obey him. So we are going to spend some time today and tell him first and foremost that yes we have been children of disobedience and the particular area of disobedience that you know about speak to God about it and then ask him to just help ask him to to just help you let's bow our heads Whilst you are praying, you might be here today, digging deep, serious service, study the word of God, and yet you have not ever at any point in time said to Jesus, Lord Jesus, I hand over this life unto you. I believe you died on the cross for me. I believe you poured out your blood for me. Please, Lord, today, write my name in the book of life. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Please accept me. As one of your own. You never said that to the Lord. You need to. You cannot be born again by association. You have to believe in your heart. You have to confess in your, with your mouth. That's what the Bible says. No other way. No other way. You can be in church with us for a, a thousand years. It doesn't matter. So if you are here and you have never opened your mouth to say to Jesus, Please Lord, write my name in the book of life. I accept the sacrifice on the cross. I believe that you died for me. That your blood was poured out on the cross for me. I accept that sacrifice, Lord. Please, today accept me. And write my name in the book of life. You need to. You need to. So if you are here, you need to pray that prayer. Go ahead and do so. But put up your hand quickly. So that we can put a card in your hand. We need to put a card in your hand. So we can write to you after today. And tell you what else you'll be doing. Is there anybody here today? Quickly, quickly, quickly. Quickly. The ushers are looking out for you. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. Because you are putting up your hand before God. Before God. Before God. Before God. Before God. God bless you. Anybody else? Anybody else? Quickly. 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 Just put up your hand. Get a card. Then talk to Jesus. He's here. He's here. This place here is the gate of heaven. There are angels going up and coming down. Going up and coming down. They are here. Put up your hand quickly, quickly. So the ushers can see and give you a card. That's all we want to do. Quickly, quickly. The rest of us, let's just speak to the Lord today. But why about that area of our lives that we know, we know that it's an area of disobedience. 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 Father, we come before your throne of grace, your throne of mercy. We come by the blood of Jesus. The precious, the precious eternal blood of Jesus. Lord, we ask today that you'll open our ear gates, each and every one of us. Lord, the grace, the ability, almighty God, to hear your voice diligently and to obey, given to each one of us, Lord. Almighty God, enable us, enable us, each one of us, Lord, to come to the place where we'll hear you diligently, Lord, and also obey give us that grace, give us that ability Lord Father you know us each one of us Lord as many as have come before you today to say Lord help me help me, 
help you. Your word says unto us, I will help you. I will help you. Therefore, we say, Lord, help us. Help each and every one of us. Help us, Almighty God, so that our lives may be pleasing unto you, unto you, and unto you alone. Glory and honor we give unto you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Okay, now, let's rise to our feet. We're going to pray for victory. Deuteronomy 28. All this scripture for praying, I'm taking from Deuteronomy 28, so you can leave your Bible safely at Deuteronomy 28. Deuteronomy 28, verse 7 says, The Lord shall cause thine enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face. They shall come out against thee one way, and they shall flee before thee seven ways. Where our prayer is simply, Lord, cause my enemies that have risen up against me. Some of you know them well, and you know them, so call them. Just as we pray for healing by name, you can pray and call these people, some of them, by name. Tell the Lord today that he should cause them, even as his word says, to be smitten before your face. Tell the Lord that even as his word says, let them begin to flee in different directions. Because his word says they'll come one way, but they'll flee how many ways? Seven ways. Let us lift up our voices today and just speak unto the Lord. Father, we bring your word before you today. Your word says, Almighty God, that our enemies, O Lord, that rise up against us, Lord, that you'll cause them to be smitten before our faces. Lord God Almighty, that they shall come against us one way, but they will flee seven ways. And today, we lift up our voices unto you, Lord, and we say, in the name of Jesus, Lord, let every enemy, Almighty God, that has come up against us, let them be smitten before our faces. 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 Lord, the word says they shall come one way, but they will flee seven ways. Oh, in the name of Jesus, Lord, let them flee seven ways. Let them flee. Let them flee, Almighty God, in utter confusion. Oh, let the fear of you come upon them. Ah, even as they come together and they come one way, let them flee seven ways. Let them flee seven ways. Let them flee, Almighty God. Lord, cause them to be smitten. To be smitten. Oh, Lord, before our very faces. Before our very faces. Not behind us, but before us, Lord. In accordance with your word. For your word says you will cause them. You will cause them, Lord. To be smitten before our faces. To be smitten before our faces. Aide, Master Triadaba. Manto Zonchore, Master Kite, Lakita. Cause every enemy of mine, Lord. Oh, the ones I know, the ones I do not know. Lord, reveal them by cursing them to be smitten before my face. Cursing them to be smitten before my very presence. Right before me, Lord. Curse them, Almighty God, to be smitten in my presence. Before my face. Right before me, Lord. My tatata. My tatade. Nasatade. Nazotoramaya. My kabashakiteleda. Nagozokotoribo sokobakata. Eh, la kitalata. La kozokotarima. My kazakatanda yade. Nando zotorima. My keze. Zaika bakazakatana yade. Manto zotoreba baba. Baikatayaba senteke debo. Mayazatayade zete debo. Makuzi. Lord, we bring before you your word. We say our enemies, Almighty God. The ones we know and the ones we do not know. Even those ones who are hiding, Almighty God. Bring them out, Almighty God. And cause them to be smitten before our faces. Cause them to be smitten before our faces, Lord. Right before us, Lord. Not behind us, Lord. In accordance with your word. Expose them, Lord. And let them be smitten before our faces. They will come one way. They will flee seven ways. They will come one way. They will flee seven ways. They will come one way. They must flee, Lord. They must flee, Lord. And in fleeing, Lord, they must flee seven ways. They will flee in different directions. They will flee in different directions. Oh, Lord. That which brought them together to come in one way. Lord God Almighty, it will be destroyed. It will scatter. They will flee, Almighty God, in a confused state, in seven different ways. Micah Zoko Talibah Kazakita. Bakay Lakasana Yada. 
bazokote mahika tanda yade niabakazekete naida za tanda yade oh reke balaka tanda yade laika zakata ya bazekete libo riba babaka tanda yade maiko soko bekete liba maita za tanda yade dazie nazie nazie dazie nazie nazie oh reke baluka tanda ya sheke mazaka tanda yade Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Jesus mighty name. So shall it be. And so shall it be. In Jesus mighty name. Amen. Now turn with me to Okay, stay in Jeremiah 28. Look at verses 11 and 12. 11 and 12. Are we all there? Okay, let's read together. And the Lord shall make thee plenteous in goods in the fruit of thy body, and in the fruit of thy cattle, in the fruit of thy ground, in the land which the Lord swear unto thy fathers to give thee. The Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure, the heaven to give the rain unto thy land in its season, and to bless all the works of thy hand. And thou shalt lend unto many nations, and thou shalt not borrow. So, particularly if you are here and you are deep in debt, the word of God says you are to be a lender unto not nations. He says many nations. That's what the word of God says. Not just nations. And you shall not borrow. So you bring this word to him. Particularly if you are in debt. Bring this word to him and say, Lord, this is your word. But this is my life. Lord, something is not right. Whatever it is that I miss in my life, Lord, reveal it unto me. Lord, I will hearken diligently and I will obey. Even so from today. But bring me to that place, Lord, of abundance. Bring me to the place of the abundance that I have brought back to you in your word. Do you understand? So let's lift up verses 11 and 12 unto the Lord. The Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure, the heaven to give the rain unto thy land in its season, and to bless all the works of thy hand. Lord, I come before your throne of grace, your throne of mercy. Oh, I bring your word back unto you, Lord. My kaba Bazoko keke marika bakatanda yade Nadezede Baika makazaki talada yade Manto zotore bababa satanda yataladila Layede Ye bratore matore matore matari matara makora bakata Lakikele Say 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 makatanda yade Oh lakiedebo Biatele batala matala Makoko torebo sheke bakike like ke malakata Matodo de de bababa Matode bebe barata makata eda Maika zakite libo seke makata na yade Niebo sokoto riba bababa katana yada lakata Lazike dey Siye makazakata nda yada Niando zotonde barike barakata nda yada Oh lekile kaliko lakile makata nda yada Limbale dey Liba lika liba la katanda yada. Maika zakite limo sekebe aiko sana yada. Oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord. Your word will bring back on you. The word says you will make us plenteous in goods. Lord. Makiebo sakitanda yade. Riba baska yedebo. Maika zayele. Liata zakatana bazakieba la kata. Miata zakatana yaka la kida la kata. Maika bayede. Maido sotore makasakata. Maika zoko kote riba. Nibro seke mariba lata. Aide de. Daide de. Oh, make me plenteous in goods, almighty God. In all the rest of my life, almighty God. Ah, Lord. Everything I lay my hands upon, Lord. Ah, Lord. Oh, Lord. Bless, 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 Lord. Ah, revoko sokoto. Make me lend unto nations, Lord. A lend unto nations, Lord. A lend unto nations, Lord. Oh, many nations, Lord. Makalo sekele katalada. I debo. Never will I borrow again, Lord. Oh, rebo sakila bakata. Kaidebo seida bakaba. My gambado zotone keribo satalada yade. Eh, rahotalina. Le bazakatana yade. Shakazakata yababa santa dade dede. Zeke te te te. Reke baba baba baba, Maika Torema Satayeda, Nakoto Kotorema, Maika Baba Baka Santayade, Lekinda Lakata, Lakoto de Bayata, Neke Keke, Neke Teke, Neke Teke, 
I thought you were a sata. Nebro Sataladae. By a day. Oh, Lekele Balakata. Loko Torama Kandayakata. Manto Zotoreba. My Kata Lekede. Leke Borokoto. My Kata. Makata. Neke Terebo. Makata Yadela Bada de Balaba de Balabada. Like Abakata Kata. Nago say. Shaka Masakata Nayade. My Tosotoreba Kazakate. Nieba Zatanda Yade. Nieba Zatanda Yade. Aiba Baba 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 Katanda Yade Lakata. Oh, Reka Lota. Hey, hey, hey. Reke Balakata Nayade. Sheke Balikata Nayada. Hallelujah. And so shall it be. In Jesus' mighty name. Father, your word says that we live in the days and times when the plowman shall overtake the reaper. Bring each and every one of us, Lord, into that place where the plowman shall overtake the reaper, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Verse 13. Are we all there? Let's read together. One, two, go. And the Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail. Thou shalt be above only, and thou shalt not be beneath. If that thou hearken unto the commandment of the Lord thy God, which I command thee this day, to observe and to do them. So let's lift up our voice and say, Lord, your word says, I will be head and not tail. That your word says, I shall be above only and never be beneath. Mighty God in heaven, bring me to that place where I'm head, Lord, and not tail. Bring me to that place. Establish me, Lord, in that place where I'm above only and never beneath. Bring me to the place of dominion, Lord. Oh, Lord. Bring me to the place of dominion, Lord. Your words that I shall be head, I shall not be tail. I shall be above only. I shall never be beneath, Lord. Oh, I shall be held. I shall be held. I shall be held. I shall never fail. I shall not be fail. Head only, Lord. I shall always be head. Lord, bring me to the place where I'm always head, Lord. Always head. Never tail, Lord. Lord, your waters I shall be above only. Above only. Above only. Never beneath. Oh, in the name of Jesus. I say, Lord. Ah, so let it be, Lord. For indeed, Lord, I will hearken. Indeed, Lord, I will obey. I will hearken diligently. I will obey, Almighty God. Bring me, Lord, to the place where I'm ahead only, Lord. Ah, not till. Above only, Lord. Never beneath, Lord. My Kabaka Shaka Tande. Nipote de Bakarada. Ripake keke boseke malika. Maita Zatanda Yade. Ziele kezekete. Manto Zoko Kalika Tanda Yada. Maika Zoko Baliki Balaka Tanda Yade. Zaikende. Oh, baka taka tanayade, shaka taka baka laka tanayade, shaka baka laka tanaka laka yade. Shede, shaka bayakile, zika makata ya balakata, sheke balike balakata tanayada, manchozo choreba, maika zakitele norakata. Hallelujah, Hallelujah, and so shall it be. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Okay, we'll take one more prayer point. Isaiah 48, 18. But like those who are suffering from fear, you are so afraid. Go to God with this bit of scripture. Are we all there? Okay, one, two, go. Oh, that thou hadest hearkened to my commandments, then had thy peace been as a river. And thy righteousness as the waves of the sea. So just ask God today that 
it should give us that peace that is like a river that peace that's like a river and those who are afraid tell him that because he's watching he has not given us a spirit of fear that today should uproot fear from you and replace it with peace that peace that is like a river that peace that's like a river Lord, your word says that there is peace that's like a river. Lord, let that peace that's like a river. Oh, flood my life, Almighty God. From this moment on, Almighty God, every trace of fear, remove or put from my life, Lord. Ah, let your peace, the peace that's like a river, come upon my life today. Come upon me, Lord, today. Today, 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 Lord. My Jesus Holy is the Lord. 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 Holy is the Lord.
Psalm 24. Verse 7. We'll read verse 7 and then you'll personalize it. You'll ask the gates that you want opened. You call those gates by their name and tell them to lift up their heads. Are we all there? One, two, go. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lift up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. One more time. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lift up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. I'm not going to talk on the microphone anymore, so everybody pray for himself. Jesus mighty name in the mighty name of Jesus 